Welcome to Pro Soccer Weekly. Pro Soccer Weekly. Welcome to Pro Soccer Weekly. My name is Phil Nasons, and I'm one of the hosts of this increasingly popular podcast. Joining me once again, as always, please welcome Eric Laurendini and Gary Lewis to their own show. What's happening, boys? Good evening, as ever, gentlemen. Good afternoon from wherever you are. Everything's good here. <laughs> you know where we are. I know where you are. I mean, I've been sat in traffic for the last God knows how many hours. Yeah, that's uh, the everything is getting party. there. Correct. Yeah, everybody. Uh, everything is. You know, we're supposed to be on a local lockdown, and um, it's certainly not the case on the uh, on the, the motorways and the freeways here. Um, if I can say it, it's a right pain in the ass, to be honest. Uh, but listen, it is what it is. Um, I'm all good, healthy, family all good, and hope you guys are and listeners are. And uh, we continue. We do continue. And Eric, how's things in, on Long Island? It's pretty much back to normal, I heard there. Uh, pretty much, yeah. You know, um, you know, let's just start with the fact that it is a beautiful day. And, um, you know, people are back out on the roads and uh, are trying to return to some semblance of what life was before uh, all this. And, um, you know, everybody's making plans for what their kids are going to do going back to school in in, uh, what seems to be less than three weeks at this point. So traffic will pick up even more once you've got all those school buses and parents uh, dropping their kids off and picking their kids up. But, um, yeah, seems seems to be some semblance of uh, normality uh, returning to us here. So That's the good. only place in New York, though, because everywhere else is kind of still upside down, right? New York City is uh, struggling, yes. They definitely are struggling. And, uh, I mean, pretty much everywhere outside of New York City is doing okay. You know, so, you know, Long Island was one of the harder hits areas uh, in, in the state of New York. Uh, but, um, you know, numbers are, are down almost virtually non-existent and, uh, things all seem to be trending in the right direction. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And here in Cleveland area, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I don't even have a clue what they're going to do here. They claim to open schools. They've shut down the big Ten um, and the mid American conference. So there won't be any college football in the state of Ohio this season. And that's kind of disappointing. But outside of that, everything is great. I launched Cash with Flash Best Bets. Um, I built the site over the last couple weeks. That's been a dream of mine since I was 19 years old. And I'm really excited about it. We're doing pretty good. Um, You can find this podcast in a couple of places now. You can find it. The main place you'll find it is philnasonshow.com. And it'll also be at cashwithflash.com. That's where you're also going to find our picks at cashwithflash.com. So I'm pretty excited about all those things. I got lots of great things, lots of positive things, some strange things. But we can live with the strange as long as the sun is shining, and I guess it is. But I kind of feel like we missed the summer. I know that I did. This has been my first summer in 50 years without tennis. No, 51 years. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm in this, I'm in the same position, Phil. We spoke about this. I mean, this is the first time in I think it's <clears throat> twelve, thirteen years that I've um I've been here for the whole summer. Yeah. Obviously, you know, the the um ninety percent of that sort of twelve, thirteen years has been over with uh with Eric in, in, in New York and, and Canada and Toronto and Cyprus and 
you know, various other places. And it's been, um, it's, it's been kind of surreal to be honest, you know, it's spending, you know, 24 seven with the same people. And, you know, I think, uh, a day with all the, you know, the protocol procedures, restrictions, face masks, visors, this, that, and the other, the new norm, as we call it. It's been a, it's been a, a bit of, I'll be honest, it's been a test. It really has. I mean, I've not, I've not really stopped since certainly our country was put in lockdown. You know, I think it was the third or fourth week in, uh, in March. I've not, I've literally not stopped. Um, so, uh, myself and my little girl, we, we, we're going away for a couple of days. Um, Next week, we're going to go camping. We're staying in England. We're not going to Spain. We're not going to Portugal. We usually do. We're going to go and camp, and we're going to have a great time with um, with my sister and her husband and their kids, and we're just going to have a great time over here. Um, everybody's in the same boat, uh, but it's it's. I think everybody's sort of, sort of starting to feel the the mental side now. Not so much the physical. It's it's the you know. Not being able to go to gyms or walks and things like that and getting out and about, but I think the mental thing is starting to sort of raise its its head now. Um, uh, especially, you know, people I talk to and people you see, you know, things you see in the news and you read and things like that. I think this is going to be the biggest problem, you know, to come out of the. Obviously, people have lost loved ones and things like that, which is, <clears throat> you know, tragic on, on on any any day of the week. But I think the mental. Uh, problems that people are going to have losing jobs, homes, or whatever it may be, whatever circumstances, you know, as a result of this pandemic, it's it's going to be an absolute nightmare. So I, I think we've still we've still got an, an awful lot of work to do, you know, in terms of getting life back to, you know, some kind of normality across the world. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You know what? Speaking of nightmare, <clears throat> I actually, ah. Well, let's be honest. Eric picked the winner of the Bayern Munich Barcelona game, eight-two loss. And that wasn't even a loss. That was a thrashing that you don't see too often. <laughs> and you know, me and Gazzy, we took the bullet on that one. But it is what it is. And Eric was the man of the weekend with the two wins. I think I didn't pick the Manchester City. We'll get into that. But boy, I tell you, I, I'll tell a little story afterwards. But you know, the great thing about that game was is we got something really to talk about. Because, you know, you can't do... When you do radio, and I've done radio once or twice in my life, the the worst thing that you could do is talk about a blowout, a route. An A2 route is... No one wants to hear about that. The Bayern fans are like, don't say it too loud. It might come back to haunt us. And the Barcelona fans, they're just pretending it didn't exist. But then, something happened immediately after the game. The first thing was... Barca sacked their coach. Today they sacked their technical secretary. And the bigger news of the two, or of the three, I guess, would be, ah, you say, Gary, that he's the greatest player that you've ever saw live. Mine would be Pele, but that's probably because I'm a little older. But uh, Lionel Messi has decided to ask for a transfer. And they're talking about all kinds of crazy, crazy numbers, like a hundred million bucks or pounds. What's up with that, Gaz? You're uh, you've been all over this, and you <clears throat> got it together. How is that all going to work? And the other rumor is is that he wants to go to Man City, which means he's going to be in my radar <laughs> now. 
Yeah, correct. Uh, well, first of all... Um, I broke that down okay? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. There's a lot to digest in the, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in, in the comment you just made. I mean, you know, we could we could talk all night just about this this, the game and the saga that's um, been created from it. I mean, first of all, congratulations to uh, Mr. Brother Laurendini. Right. Thank you. Um, ca- called the game right. I'm pretty sure. In fact, I'm almost 99.9 percent sure. Eight uh, two wasn't in his in his uh, frame of mind. However, um, you know, he, he got the result. And, I mean, listen, it's, it's been an absolute circus since the, uh, the final whistle. Um, it was know, a circus during – it was a circus before the well, whistle. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Yeah, very true. Um, you know, I think certainly from what I'd seen, um, you know, and uh, claiming to know something about the, uh, the, the, the football world, um, I mean, my my prediction and my chain of thought couldn't have been any further from what actually happened that night. I mean, Barcelona started started well. Um, you know, they they, they played the tiki taka stuff. You know, the balls on the floor and, they, and it progressed through the channels and through central midfield. And you know, they get players on the ball, they get forward in numbers, and they play lovely, lovely, attractive football. But I think once once Bayern got into the game. I think I think they bullied Barcelona. You know that, that's I was thinking about this last night and thinking, you know, what, what how can I describe their performance? They but they bullied Barcelona. You know, um, in in virtually every department. I think, you know, that the, the weakness that Lionel Messi actually cottoned onto it pretty early in the game was um, was down the flanks um, in terms of the formation and how Bayern Munich set up, but. Um, you know, Barca, listen, Barca could have been 2-1 up before, you know, all hell broke loose. I think uh, uh, Messi's played the ball through to uh, Suarez. And if he scores the goal, it's 2-1 Barcelona. Um, and then, you know, that might have kicked them into, into shape. Subsequently from the corner, um, Neuer saved, saved Suarez's shot. Um, there's a corner being taken. Messi then... Picks the ball up from the corner, bends across into into the box, into uh, Bayern's box. It hits the post, you know. So I'm thinking, watching the game, and maybe it's not going to be their night. And uh, you know, I'm, 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 we we were texting each other, and you know, it's like wow, every other every other five minutes, wow, 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 you know. And I'm, I, I knew then, you know, Eric, Eric was going to call the game right, and you know, I think it became a circus after that. Um, I think Bayern won the battle in midfield. Um, Barca were making far too many mistakes in, in, in the centre of the park, maybe having one or two touches too many and not playing the right pass, making the wrong wrong choices, not playing forward quickly enough. And, you know, Bayern sort of capitalised on that. They 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 took the ball by the horns, but they were they were ruthless, they were clinical in, in, in the forward passes. You know, the possession, I think um, Bayern ended up actually edging the possession by... A percentage or two, um, but the, the the staggering thing for me was the goal attempts. Um, Barcelona, for you know the amount of possession that they that they have, a lot of it sideways and backwards. That you you know if you watch the game, it's sideways and backwards and with no real penetration. Um, you know, and they, I think they had something like eight goal attempts, and the, the, you know the the conversion rate I think it was five shots on goal. But you know, taking into account 
you know, Manuel Neuer had a, had a, had a, had a really good night. You know, he, he did his job properly. But Bayern, on the other hand, they had 26 attempts on goal. They had 13, 13 shots actually on target, you know, and scored eight. So their conversion actually equates high, more higher than, than, than Barcelona's. Um, you know, when you think about it, they actually scored nine of the uh, of the ten goals, didn't they? Yes, you know, they with did. the own, own goal from uh, from Alaba. Um, I think Barcelona got sloppy. You know, with 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 all the possession that they had, like I say, you know, Barcelona like to play through through the channels and through the centre and midfield where they, you know, the creative players are. Um, and and Bayern just got got at them, and you know they um, they 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 were hunting in packs. I've never seen a Bayern team work so hard in my life. I must admit. You know they've had everything, you know, their own way for the last, you know, eight nine years in in the Bundesliga. You know, you kind of take your foot off the gas when you're not meeting the the, the type of elite competition that you get in these Champions League, Europa League competitions. You know, but you know, having said that, they they were so clinical, and you know, they probably could have scored nine or ten, if 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 we're being honest. Um, your Barcelona could have had three or four, but Bayern were just. Absolutely outstanding. Um, one of one of the biggest things that come out of it for me was Alfonso Davis, the, uh, the the Canadian left back. He, he, I mean, you know, he's at a massive club at the moment, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was if he was over here within the next two or three years at maybe a Man City or a Man United or a Chelsea, you know, or a Liverpool. Um, he was absolutely frightening. He was he was he was literally un, unplayable at, at, at times. Um, and the, and the biggest thing we you know we addressed this the other week about strikers and Lewin, you know Lewandowski, I think that's fifty four goals that he scored this season, fifty four goals, which uh, which is incredible. And I think the game the game was was, you know it, it became embarrassing for uh, for Barcelona, and you could see the, uh, you know you could see Messi's demeanour. It goes a little bit deeper than just one game. Right. With uh, with Lionel Messi, um, you know, but he's. The, the the whole the whole the whole sort of saga played out in 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 that game the other night and um, it was well deserved by Bayern. And Eric, you became you firmly cemented yourself as the leader of the pro soccer weekly team. And now you're watching this game, <laughs> and I you know you didn't predict an eight to two score. I mean, what was your first thought watching all those goals go past? The Barcelona goalkeeper. Listen, I, I knew it was going to be a high-scoring game. You know what? 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 You know how many each team were going to score? You know, I was not sure of that, but I honestly felt from from the get-go that there was going to be six, seven goals scored in this game. Maybe a four-two win, maybe a five-two win. I, I just knew that. Uh, I honestly felt. Once Barcelona or Bayern got themselves into a position of just dominance, as Gaz said, they were relentless in their pursuit of, of every ball, of winning every tackle, of just just putting pressure on on Barcelona at, at all times. Um, you know, I felt that, you know, with the way they've been scoring goals through this campaign, um, I think they had 100 goals in the Bundesliga this season. Um, they've scored uh, an unbelievable number of goals through the Champions League. I think it's second uh, in the history of, of Champions League competition, the number of goals they've scored. Um, they've just been, like I said, I described them as a machine. 
and that's exactly how they played. But they played with precision. They played technically. They put you under pressure constantly. Um, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot to add to to Gaz's breakdown of the game because he's spot on uh, with the performance of uh, of Davies. Um, you know, Messi's inability to get any real after the first 15 minutes or so any real quality time on the ball. You know, he he, he didn't really have the ability to affect the game. Um, he just didn't have time. He didn't have the service. He didn't have the have the touches on the ball. Um, and I think as the game, you know, wore on, I think that they just became more and more frustrated uh, with the status of their play, with the pressure that they were under. Um, and listen, this must have been building. This this was not a, a one game. Now all of a sudden we're getting we're just getting crushed out there. You know, Bayern. I mean, Barca. You know, when they lose, which is not often, those all those those losses tend to be pretty one sided losses just as this was, um, you know, they're either very competitive in the game, they're controlling the tempo of the game, they're controlling the possession, uh, and Gaz had alluded to before, uh, Bayern, I believe, uh, edged them out somewhat on possession. And that's not something that, that many teams can say that they've done versus a Barca squad, certainly not of the last 10 years or so. Um, so, you know, this has been a long time coming. You know, they, they're on the decline um, they're getting older, you know, as a team, you know, Messi's capable of only doing so much as, as great as he is. Uh, and, and you can see with the immediate firing of, of Setien and, and the pursuant firing, firing of Abidal, uh, as the sporting director, you know, those decisions came quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, they've already got the new manager in place, I believe, right? Coleman, the, the uh, Dutch uh, guy, he's, he's in place. Correct, correct, guess. correct yes. And, yeah, Ronald, Ronald Koeman, yeah. Right. Ex-Dutch so, national team manager. So, you know, and I, I mean, listen, and, and regarding Messi particularly, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I think it was like 2015 where Barca had struggled and there was some issues. He wasn't happy with the manager at the time. And he's made it very clear to his position that he didn't like the manager. Now, all of a sudden, you know, there were rumors tying him to Chelsea. You know, okay, so maybe this is something similar to that. You know, maybe because of the situation, maybe because he wanted to put pressure on on the Barcelona organization to make some immediate changes. So so the next year of his career is not wasted uh, in rebuilding. It's so hard to tell you know, with, with him, in fact, there's any reality, uh, b- behind this. And then you tie it in with Man City. Of course, he's got a relationship with, with, uh, Guardiola, you know, wh- that would be the first person that would say, Oh yeah, I, I want to have this guy come and play for me. Why not? You know, and why would Messi not be interested in that? There was a relationship in place there. They had success together. Um, so it's easy to, to make that connection. Um, I, I just don't know as far as, you know, the transfer. I, I think there's like a 600 million pound release clause for Messi, which obviously is never going to happen. But, you know, even if there was a third of that contemplated in that, how do, how do you recover your how do you recover? Messi's 33 years old. How do you recover your investment if, if in fact, he's only able to come over there and produce for you for a year or two? You're not going to where are you going to sell him? Where's sell, he going to go after that? You sell jerseys. That's what you do. And those kits are well, going to go for big money. Yeah. 
and they'll yeah, be buying them left and right. But you know, when I watch, I watch the game on Telemundo, um, and I yes, like watch. I, I did like as well. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 because that's the way it had to be. Anyway, I was building my the website cashwithflash.com, and and I'm looking up, and they kept saying goal, goal, and I was watching. And I'm like, I kept thinking it was Barcelona. I'm thinking, oh, good. I'm going to give it to Eric in a minute here. And then <laughs> I'm watching Messi. And, and, and for as great as he is, he sure hung his head like he never played before. He hung his head like the spoiled kid that's won so much that he just didn't know how to lose like that. And then I'm watching Lewandowski in the, in the Bayern Munich. And, and one of the things, one of the reasons that I didn't pick Bayern Munich to beat Barca is because... I kind of think that the Bundesliga wasn't that good this year, and I kind of felt like maybe Bayern Munich didn't have the type of competition that Barcelona had. Now, I remember watching Barcelona lose to Osasuna, and, and I thought, well, okay, maybe that'll wake them up. And it did for a while. But when you see all that hang in the heads, especially the first 10 minutes of the game where you can see the Barcelona players kind of trying to intimidate you know, and try to try to scare them, and Bayern wasn't moving, were they? They stuck with their game plan. It looked like Barca didn't have one. After they scored two goals, they probably thought, eh, that's enough, that'll push them away. That didn't work. And now we got this powder keg because of this game, because we've got a pouting superstar. Coach gone. Because that's how it works. They never fire the coach, do they? they or never fire the player, because it's easier to find a new coach than it is to find a superstar. And superstars, that's kind of the way it is. But now we've got this explosion. Messi wants to transfer. Talking about going to Man City. At least he's still competitive. Because if he wanted to pull like a Kevin Durant did in the NBA, he would have joined Bayern Munich. Now, if I were Lionel Messi, I might want to go to Bayern Munich. He would have a good time there. Do you think he would fit in in Germany? Could they afford him? Um... Well, no, I think the answer to that question is no, Phil. Um, I think the, 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 there's probably two places. One is the MLS, and the other the other place is, is, is the Premier League. Um, I agree 100% with what, what X says. Um, how are you going to How are you going to recoup the money? It's not it's, it's not just so much the transfer, um, but it's his salary. I mean, the thing is, what you've got to look at. I mean, Lionel Messi is probably. You know, with 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 you know, with everything sort of rolled in, he's probably on close to a million pound a week. Um, with, you know, with 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 his salary and endorsements and things like that, he's not motivated by money though. You know, he's 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 worth you know probably a couple of hundred million, and he's not motivated by money. His biggest thing, and as I said before, when we were sort of discussing the game, it's 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 a lot deeper. Um, Barcelona is in, is, is in his blood. You know, this it, it, it was a it was a midget when he arrived. You know, they 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 if you if you actually go into the, you know, the story of Lionel Messi, you know, they they paid for all these uh, growth hormone injections. You know, giving him time to develop and basically raising him. You know, I think that I think the first contract that he was he was offered um, was written on a napkin in a restaurant. Um, so uh, he's got he's got an allegiance. There's no there's no two ways about it. He's got an allegiance there. Um, he's not been happy for a couple of years, you know, with what's happened in terms of changing managers. Um, you know what's happening at the uh, board level, and 
you know, this, that and the other. Um, you know, as as a player of his his sort of superstar status, there's a lot written into contracts these days of like, well, I'm going to stay, I'm going to sign another three years, I'm going to sign another four years based on the project. What's your project? What's your plan for the next three, four years? Um, you know, and the, let's let's have it right. If if you want Lionel Messi signing again, you're going to put, you know, the the the, the whole chicken parmesan with your strawberry cake straight after it um and maybe the chicken parmesan doesn't actually turn up it might be you know a chili con carne nothing against chili con carne um <laughs> you know and, and, it, and it and it and it might it, it, you know it might be a lemon cake if you know where i'm going with this <laughs> right right you know, I do, so, absolutely yeah i get it you know it's like let's let, let's let, let's get the let's get the paper signed and then you know we'll 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 unload the uh you know the bs as as uh, we like to say you know, and it's been it's this, this this has been going on for you know, like Eric said, you know, I think 2015, 2016, it it wasn't so much the manager, it was how the club were working above the board level, um, and I think you know with the appointment of a sporting director with Abidal, I think that was you know, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn with this, you know, Abidal was a fabulous player, um, he had uh, I think I'm not sure whether it was kidney cancer or he had he had some serious issues with his with his kidneys and he had to retire um and then they obviously they give him this the sporting director role um he was a good friend of Lionel Messi's teammate but you know in terms of actually being qualified for the the role that he was given left a lot to be desired um so listen I'm not, I'm not being funny I think we could get any man off the street who knows his football that could identify two or three top players on the planet that would wouldn't need much persuasion to go to Barcelona. So, <laughs> right, you know, right. I think it'll, this, 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 this will all come out in the wash. It, it really will. It'll all come out in the wash. But again, 100% agree with Eric. This is a team. This is probably Real Madrid two, three years ago. And it's a team in transition. I don't think Real Madrid are where they need to be, where they should be, where they want to be at the moment, similar to Man United over here. Uh, and I think Barcelona will be that team over the next, you know, certainly 12 months, two years, whatever that may be, unless they get their ducks in a row. They are an aging side. But, you know, having said that, so are Bayern Munich. But what they've got, they've got a good mixture of youth and experience. And as Eric alluded to last week, they are a machine. They I watched are. the game, the whole game. They were... They were unplayable at times. They they had an answer for every question. You know, and when a team has an answer for every question, you know, it might be a goal that wins the game, but not six goals that win the game. I mean, like you say, Phil, they, they capitulated. You know, they collapsed. They, they were embarrassing. I think, you know, one of the biggest things that I saw from, from Messi, he gave the ball away on the edge of his box. And Bayern had six players forward. I think it was for the Coutinho first goal. And Messi was walking towards the centre circle instead of actually trying to right his wrong, you know. And and then you know, it, you know what it's like. You, you can tell by somebody's demeanour, you know, things aren't right. Things aren't quite right there. I think with Koeman going in, it'll settle the ship. He's played there before, but um, you know, when Messi actually wants out, I think somebody would break the bank. He's probably got two or three years left in him. You know, if if, we, if we're being honest, at the right club, I I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't if he ends up in 
uh, you know, over on your side of the pond. They really wouldn't. But I think Man City, if anywhere in Europe, would probably be, uh, you know, the team in terms of finance and 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 project that he would, uh, and obviously relationship with, with like Exed, you know, with uh, with 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 Pep. Um, I think that would probably be the only likely place for him over in the UK. Yeah. For, for, first off, let me just let me just interject. Those meal combinations of yours, guys, they sound horrible. Lemon, uh, well, exactly. Lemon cake with chicken parmesan or chili con carne. What is that? That's called <laughs> that's called hangover. That's called hangover food, right there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm done. That is called. That is called. Barcelona 2, Bayern Munich 8. <laughs> and no Yorkshire pudding for any of these bums. No, you're correct, Philly. No Yorkshire pudding or, or, or banana fritters from Glasgow. No, 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 no. None of the above. But you know, now, so so we got that out of the way. We'll be talking about this messy thing throughout the until the EPL starts again. So I'm getting ready to watch the Man City Lyon game. And I have this, I I have this little account, and I had from some from a sports book who wanted me to test it out. They want me to do some consulting for them, and I wanted to see how it works, whatever. And they gave me an opportunity, and this was wild because Leon was like plus eleven thirty seven or something, and there was like a hundred bucks in this account. Tiger in, and I was going to put the whole hundred on it. Because you, as you remember last week, I, I I thought maybe Man City would win, but I didn't touch the game because I don't like Man City and I usually stay away from them. Although their fans love me, and they should. I at some point I'm going to be the <laughs> spokesperson for Man City's team because you know I'm the only one that has any sense that that uh, when it comes to their supporters. So anyway, I'm going to put this on and I watched Leon bury Man City, and every time they scored a goal, another tear fell. Because that would have been that a hundred dollar bet would have paid about ten grand, and that would have been a nice little hit. You know, that would have been a sweet one. I would have liked that one because it's very rare when a plus eleven hundred favorite wins or plus one eleven hundred underdog outright wins. I mean, it was incredible to see. But uh, what did you guys think of that game? I mean, Man City. I thought Man City was supposed to be good, but apparently they weren't. And they were doing a lot of head hanging on their own too. Those guys, their body language was horrific. Well, I mean, listen, it, it, this is a match that probably shocked many, uh, especially didn't, if you watched it. Didn't you shock know, me, you know, or just <laughs> I rejoiced. <laughs> you rejoiced, but you were you were probably a little bit shocked too during the course of the game. You were just happy because it, it went the way you wanted to. Um, Emotionally, not necessarily uh, mentally. But, no, I expected um, them to listen. win three <laughs> nil. <laughs> listen, congratulations to Leon. Uh, For real. I mean, they had a solid game. They had a solid game plan. They executed that game plan. I mean, they've been playing with fierce determination. Okay, that combined with uh, Raheem Sterling missing a sitter, you know, in the waning moments of the game. Uh, and Dembele's uh, second goal, you know, uh, securing the spot for Le- uh, for Leon into the semis. I mean, Dembele, you know, had had a good game. You know, he came in, uh, he immediately impacted, affected the game, and um, I mean, that was that was enough. I mean, they've been playing 
with such determination. It almost it reminds me of the Leon of the early 2000s uh, when they were the team in the French League uh, to win it. They won seven league titles uh, between 2002 and 2008. Maybe we're having a resurgence. Maybe 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 they're back. Maybe their game plan is just so uh you know off putting to their opponents that they just keep finding ways to to win um i mean listen they they just deserve congratulations uh on getting this far uh in the competition um i think the road is going to stop is going to end when they play bayern uh, I'm sure <laughs> don't, we'll cover don't, that don't don't say that heck. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sure <laughs> i'm sure we'll go further into that um, however, you know, listen, they've surprised a lot of people. I know that they've surprised us all here and, um, you know, maybe this is a resurgence for them. Maybe this is their welcome back to, you know, competing. They, I mean, listen, the French league ended their season early. Um, and you know, maybe they're fresh. Maybe they were so eager to play, to continue playing, uh, maybe not having played, uh, the same number of games as many of these other teams who've completed a season. Maybe that's been beneficial to them. Maybe they've got a little more in the tank. I, I, I think this is going to be their biggest test though. I think this will be uh, a bigger test even than, than, uh, Man City, but proved us wrong there. What do you like <laughs> about this game with Bi Now the line is Leon is a plus 1007 underdog. Ooh. What does that mean? That means uh, that, uh, that, that they got a little better. Uh, the the odds makers value them a little higher now. Um, oh, so a, a level playing field. Yeah, and Bayern Munich <laughs> minus four thirty six. Really? Wow. That's you can't bet that wow. game. You just can't bet that game because it's just too tough. You could probably do the over under, but uh, this is really lopsided. But the other thing that Eric brought up this week was that we have two teams from the Bundesliga and two teams from the French League. When did that happen in the semifinals of the UEFA Cup or UEFA Champions League? When is that last time that happened? I, I, I tried to look, and I don't think it's ever happened. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, you, you know, the one, I made this. I, mean, I, I had to write this down last night on the, something I remembered from the, uh, the City game. Uh, when they when they when they were doing the um, the summary at the end of the game, and the the commentators, obviously knowing the uh, that the Barca Bayern result uh, came on and said, we've never seen results like this um, in any sort of real world. Do you understand what I mean? It's like you know people, we all make predictions and things like that, and and. You know, even since like the the restart of of leagues, whether it be the Bundesliga, um, you know the the La Liga, Serie A with Juventus, and you know what happened over in over here in the UK, you know results have have sort of come from left field in in you know a lot awful lot of games, um, so it'd be interesting to see you know all these statisticians, you know once the Champions League and the Europa League finish you know the conclusions uh done and dusted everybody goes away on holiday and you know within two weeks we're all back at it but you know it'd be really interesting to see how they form their and base their analysis on what they've seen because it's just been a complete mismatch mi mishmash 
as we say over here, um, on predictions and, you know, going with form and, and you know, whatever it may be. And it's, it's it's been brilliant. It really has been brilliant. It's not been great, you know, if you're a, if you're a betting man, or it might have been no, it has life changing been if you're a bet if you're a betting man. If you, know, you follow think, if listen, you follow Pro it, Soccer it, Weekly, it has been great. Correct, because we're up three thousand bucks. We're, we're always we're all, we're all, yeah, well, three, yeah, three three thousand three hundred, whatever it may be. But I think the thing is with us, we're always open and honest, and we give um, you know good reflection, good analysis, and you know in depth thought towards the predictions and you know with the man city game and the barcelona game um you know it, it couldn't have been more black or white but you know city, city, this like eric said this was a hell of a shock you know i think the the the, the possession ended up 67% man city 33% leon um you know you know what you're going to get with man city they're going to they're going they're going to create chances um from from all over the park i think it was 19 Goal attempts, I think the shots on goal were eight or nine, something like that. And, you know, Leon, seven attempts on goal and six actually on target. And they were, you know, as we said with um, with, with Barcelona, uh, with the with, with Bayern, they were clinical. You know, they, um, they, they, they sort of sat back and took the brunt of Man City's pressure. You know, they played with a sort of a little bit of a low block tight units where... You know, they've got a couple of decent, tall centre-half. So, you know, let's get the ball wide. If you want to play, try and get the ball wide, put it into the box, and we'll deal with it from there. And so they weathered, they, they weathered every single storm, tornado, whatever it may be, and hit City on the counter-attack. I think um, it was probably one of Fernandinho's worst games in a Man City shirt that I've seen. I mean, I think he's absolutely fantastic. You know, but it's it's one of them games where I don't think he'll want to see again. Gundogan was another one who didn't really shine. The howler from uh, from Sterling, you know, bless him, he, he was distraught straight away after the, you know, he'd missed the chance. I think um, my little daughter Scarlett would have uh, would have fell on that and and put it in the back <laughs> of the net. With all due respect to Raheem, <laughs> you know well, what I mean. She's smarter than um, he is. He it, plays for Man City and some. And some, yeah, but my, 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 my only issue is that she's she's got a Man City kit, but we can talk Uh-oh. about that at the time. Oh Correct. well, you know what? That's I got a PA. Just, I'm just putting it out there. That's not a flash tacular. That's not a flash tacular <laughs> response to this. We have to we have to get her. Yeah, come on. You know, I have people write to me and offer me man man U kits. I say that. Don't worry, I got somebody to take care of that for me. But uh, it was it was it was it was a godparents. Um, Birthday present. Oh, you gotta regret show. that's that's a terrible but, thing. When they when the godparents turn on you in my company. When the godparents in my company. The godparents turned on you. That's not a good thing. Yes, correct. So I, I always said to Scal I wouldn't let the dog lie on that Man City shirt. I wouldn't let you know, it in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's listen, you know, at the end of the end of the day, this this was a this was as big a shock as as you know, buying and um, and, and and Barca, oh, obviously yeah. not in terms of goals, but you know these were probably the weakest out of the, uh, you know the contenders in the quarters. Um, and like Eric said, listen, yeah, fair play. They might have come back, they might have stayed in training and keeping in shape, and you know things like that. Obviously, they're not getting a competitive match play as as Man City. But you know, on the other hand, Man City have just finished the season where you know they've played fifty odd games and. 
you know, two or three weeks is not that much time when the body needs to heal mentally and physically. Um, you know, the same as, as, as Barcelona. So it was certainly a strange round of um, quarterfinals this year. So, you know, bring on the semis. Bring them on. You know what? And bring on the new season. I got to tell you, we're up three grand. You you know, something about you brought up the fact that these underdogs are performing really well. And they did. You know, yesterday in Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League and the NBA, the favorites went 20 and one straight up. So that's a little different, man. So I don't know. You know, I don't know what's in the water and what they've been drinking in those those teams and in the, their meetings, but hats off to them, really. Hats off to Leipzig, and hats off to Paris Saint Germain, and hats off to Lyon, and hats off to Bayern Munich, and Man City. Even if you get Lionel Messi, you're still not going to win the EPL. That's a fact. That's be and you know why. But we'll get into that another time. Cash with Flash. Dot com is the place to get our picks. We're going to be charging from here on out. You got $3,000 worth of free money, and that was our gift to you. But now we've established ourselves, and we're not playing. And it's like Gaz and Eric always say, you know, it's because we we own our losses, and we don't get too high when we win because we're all ex-athletes, and we know what happens when you do those things for sure. I'm telling you, this was a great show, guys. I can't wait till next week. Maybe we'll talk about the Champions League final. What do you guys think? Great plan. Plus, we've got to talk yeah, about Lionel I, Messi. He, if he goes to Man City this weekend, we're going to have so much fun with that. I got to tell you. I'll be very, I, I must admit, I'll be very surprised if anything happens anytime soon. I would um, be surprised really if he leaves at all. I think, yeah, I think they'll, they'll bend over backwards. Um, you know, basically, obviously, the, the, you know, the, the money's not an issue for him. It'll be a case of the project, you know, who you're bringing in in terms of uh, staff at board level, um, what the plans are in terms of recruitment and things like that. You know, that being said, I think he might, it might be time for him to maybe, you know, take on a new challenge. The only issue with that is he's settled in Barcelona. He's lived there his whole life. He's a Spanish resident. He's got his uh, his passport. You know, his family is settled there. Obviously, his wife and kids. That will all come into effect because he's never really, well, you know, he's never moved before um, from Barcelona. So it'd be a new experience for him and his family either way. So um, money will never be an issue for him. He's going to earn. You know, millions every year. For me, he's the best player I've ever seen. You know, I know you said before, Phil Pele, and you know, I, I you know, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Um, you know, I've seen videos of him, but you know, Lionel Messi is Lionel Messi. You know, he's um, he's one of the best and one you'd want on your roster, um, without a shadow of a doubt. I would like to see him in the Premier League. Don't get me wrong. I really would. Um, I'm not so sure. I'd like to see him at Man City, possibly in the red of uh, of United. But I think you know, I don't the, think United are quite there. Quite, yeah. Well, I agree, but I don't think United have quite got the project in place at the moment. You know, um, you know, to sort of convince 
Lionel Messi to come come over to uh, the red side. But obviously, he knows Pep, you know, very similar type of football they play at Man City. The league over here is obviously a little bit more quicker, frenetic, a little bit more physical. But, you know, he, he takes his knocks, he gets up, he doesn't complain. So, yeah, I think he'd be well suited over here at Man City. I really do. And, you know, if, if he does, then, you know, hopefully I'll be watching him at some stage on a free ticket from my, one of my friends at Man City. Um should that happen? That sounds like a good idea. All right, guys. For Eric Laurendini and Gary Lewis, I'm Phil Nasons. Thanks for listening to Pro Soccer Weekly. You've been listening to Pro Soccer Weekly. Join us in our next installment for all of your pro soccer news on Pro Soccer Weekly. Pro Soccer Weekly.